The Life and Money Coach Podcast, show 23. Inspiring you to financial independence and to a life that you love. This is the Life and Money Coach Podcast with military officer and chaplain, seasoned real estate investor and entrepreneur, and certified performance coach for leaders at all levels. Jerry St. Pierre has inspired thousands to unleash their potential, and he is here to empower you to live a purpose-filled life. This is extraordinary. Every day, it's the Life and Money Coach Podcast. And now your host, Coach Jerry St. Pierre. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Life and Money Coach Podcast. I am your host, Jerry St. Pierre, here to encourage you on your journey to financial independence and to do work that you love. I want to continue our conversation on the five conditions that we can find ourselves in financially, the five financial conditions that we can find ourselves financially. And so we've hit on quite a few. This is this one's on abundance, but let me just circle back and remind you of where we've been. So we talked about financial destruction as financial condition. One, the first one, level one is financial destruction. And by financial destruction, we're talking about a lot of financial stress. Uh, we're not building assets. Uh, we're living a, a way below, way above our means. It's a really hard time, a really hard place to be. And we gave some uh, ways forward on how to get out of financial destruction and get into the next level up, which is financial dependence. And by financial dependence is we need a job, we need other sources of income to take care of our needs because we don't have the resources independent of others to meet our own needs. So a job or government resources or parents or other outside resources are necessary to help us make ends meet. And it's okay to be there because I think we all start off there, but I think the, the, the dream is to not be there anymore, is to reach beyond that. And so the next level up from financial dependence is financial flexibility. And, and I said, I think this is the turning point in the sweet spot for us in our journey of financial, in our financial journey, because now we're finally getting to the place. Yes, we're still dependent on a job or the work or others to help us out, but we've got margin here. We've got financial margin. We've got space where we can begin saving, 20% saving, we can begin investing, we begin to invest in ourselves, in our career capital, our market capital, and we begin to lay the foundations for what we need to be fully independent of anybody else helping us uh, make ends meet every month. And so eventually, as we work the, through financial flexibility, and we're aggressive, we're assertive, we're disciplined, we're putting the effort, we're, we've got our head, heart, hand alignment to go from flexibility, eventually we end up at independence. And financial independence simply means I don't need a job or any outside resources to make ends meet every month. I'm fully sufficient on my own. I've got enough assets and resources to take care of myself and to take care of my family and other responsibilities that I have. That's financial independence. And we said that at financial independence, the best thing we could do, the, my preference at least, what I am doing, is I'm not done yet. Uh, I'm, I'm using my income from my job and other income sources to fuel asset acquisition, 
And so that we can build up an asset base to where we go to the final financial condition I want to talk about, which is our episode today, which is financial abundance. Now, little disclaimer on financial abundance. I, I, I am not at a financial abundance yet. And so I can see it coming. I see it on the horizon, but I'm not there. So what I've written so far and the content that you've received so far from me has been based on a lot of experience and working with others and just kind of all figuring out this money thing together. Financial abundance is what I'm pretty sure it's going to look like. And what, I, what I'm hoping it's going to be and what I've read and the mindset that I'm trying to adopt to get there. You see what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm on the same journey as many of you. I'm, I'm further along than some of you. I'm further behind than others of you, okay? Great, we're all in this thing together. Uh, the, the hope is that we're all progressing to the next level because there's a certain beauty that comes with having not only financial independence, but financial abundance. So here's kind of where my mindset and heart is for what I believe I'm walking into with financial abundance and how I'm kind of preparing to have financial abundance. So by financial abundance, I mean I've got more money than I'll ever need. Lifestyle is realistically unlimited. So I'm not talking just be stupid and foolish out there because you can lose $10 million pretty quickly being stupid, right? But for a lot of people, 10 million is, they, they just don't, they'll never need $10 million to live on. You see what I mean? So if your net worth is at 10 million and you go out and buy a bunch of stupid cars and run them into the ocean and you're now at zero, that's stupidity, right? We're not talking about that. We're talking about realistically, enjoy an unlimited lifestyle and we can have hyper generosity we can give a lot we we're at legacy and investing at this point we're investing in our children our children's children and we have passion projects that we wake up and we give our our time and resources to this is the abundance side of things and so i look forward to that day Right now, we kind of tease at these components because I'm still in asset acquisition mode. I'm in hyper asset accumulation right now. And I'm going to stay that way for several years. That's the intent at least. So that we can eventually get to the place where I don't, money doesn't cross my mind and where we can give a lot, like a lot of giving. But the reason I want to get to abundance is in my mindset, once I've reached financial independence and whatever that number is, and the way I, I want to structure it is I've got 20, 30, 40% of that number, my financial independence number, is being re, is going to investments to keep growing my investments. So once I reach abundance, my that 20, 30% that's buying more investments above the number that I need to live on for the rest of my life, as that grows, now I'm able to go out and do these passion projects, legacy investing, hyper generosity, et cetera. That's like the how can I grow my wealth to make the world a better place pot of money. I don't need it. You see what I'm saying? I, I, it has no real utility to me. So I can use it then to impact the lives of others significantly. And as long as I stay in my financial independence lane and that set of monies, well, then, uh, you know, I just I don't have to worry about money. again. You, you get the idea, right? So anyway, so here's abundance. In my mind, what I think we're going to and what you are going to as you take the journey 
to financial independence and then financial abundance is this. Let's talk about our head, heart, hands, and getting those into alignment. So we talk about head, we talk about our mindset, our ability to see and have vision for what can be and the roadmap to get us there. It's the mindset to get rid of limiting beliefs. We expand our mindset to see a more broader perspective of our lives and how money intersects with our lives and in the lives of others. And then we position ourselves financially to be able to make a significant difference in the world. That's mindset. That's the headspace. It's our ability to see and have vision and think about the way forward. So to me, maximizing time independence, location independence, and financial independence is what I need to be thinking about in the headspace. Like, I I could see myself finding some folks who are financially independent or or in the the financial abundance condition. I could see myself making friends with those people so that maybe we could partner up to do something significant in the world. Like I had people invest in my life to help me get where I am today. So how do I turn around and give that back, right? And, And part of me thinks I will take the same peer alliance to the next level. The St. Pierre Alliance is, uh, it's, it consists of me and others that uh, I know that are friends or some I've not met, but every month they, they went to the stpierrealliance.com and uh, they, they looked at the scholarship and got educated. I told them about the scholarship, but they, they clicked on the get involved button and they became a member of the Alliance. And basically what that means is they give at minimum 50 bucks a month into the Alliance some come in a hundred, some couple hundred bucks, whatever. And, but all that money we take and we use it to create success stories. So we provide scholarships for students rising from adversity. And then we provide them those students with performance coaches while they're in college. It's a super cool gig. I, I love this. Great way to give back. And so that's the same peer alliance. I could see me funding the same peer alliance through some kind of endowment or something when I reach this point. So that we've got a perpetual amount of money to fund this thing. And then others can still join in too. And I would hope that you would join in. Let everybody join in. It's a great way to give back and make a difference. Part of being generous. But when I think about maximizing time, location, and financial independence, I'm thinking about what am I giving my time to? And what am I, now that I don't have to worry about money, what is the rest of that money going to? Right? This is what I have in mind it's going to be like. And so the St. Pierre Alliance is probably going to be on that list. And who knows what else? I, I don't know. I, I, I can't dream. No. I will learn to dream that big as I get closer. Right now, uh, I'm focused on the financial independence piece and really fortifying that and getting us to the tipping point of financial independence. So hopefully next seven to 10 years, or excuse me, financial abundance. And hopefully next seven to 10 years, we'll hit the abundance cycle. And then from there, it's just, you know, I'll grow into it. You just listen to the show then and find out what I'm thinking. But definitely there's a maximizing our time, location, and financial independence to make a difference in the world. And so we have to have a headspace where I have a certain network of people now. Maybe I've written some books and I'm contributing to the thought community as a thought leader on having done the journey myself and Maybe you can join in and how you're listening to the podcast has helped you grow in your financial journey. We could share your story. 
Uh, these are things kind of in the headspace I'm, I'm guessing will be the case when I get there. What I'd like to be the case at least. Now let's talk about heart space. Definitely a clarification of my core values and beliefs. And like what's most important to me. And as you listen to all of this, you, you probably figure out I, I get a great sense of joy and fulfillment out of seeing, watching somebody else succeed and being a part of their success journey. Because I was that kid, you know, and one day I'm just going to go deep dive into my story so you can hear where a lot of this comes from. But my mom's mentally disabled. My brother, too. Uh, we lived off of government cheese and powdered eggs and powdered milk. Some of you might know what I'm talking about. Um, food stamps and Social Security checks. Thankfully, I say thankfully, thankfully for sure, the government giving my mom and my brother the disability checks. It's how we made it. If it would have been for that, God only knows how bad it would have been. And so I vowed years ago after going through a really rough childhood and young adult, you know, teenage life. We didn't own a car. We didn't have no assets for sure. We're always broke. Um, I would go to a grocery store. I don't want to gross people out, but, you know, I would ride to the grocery store on a handle bike in New Orleans in winter, which is very cold. And I'd ride, I'd pump the bike back home with groceries on handlebars in the basket. And my hands would be frostbitten. And, you know, I'd have to, my, my nose would be draining. We'll just leave it at that, okay? And I was 12 years old. I was 11, 10. I moved out of New Orleans to Slidell when I was 12. So it was before that. I'm a kid. This is my life. And, and I vowed to not, as soon as I could break free, that I would. And I did. And so... I value the freedom and I value helping others climb out of where they are, right? It's a core value of mine. It's a core piece of who I am that I want to express to the world. And so I would clarify my values and my purposes and I'll use my assets to fund it or, in, 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 or I'll join with other people in what they're doing. So I want to be able to give back on a grand scale. That's what's in my heart. Like, I don't need all this money, so how can I make the world a better place? I die, it's not going with me. It's just money. Just money. I don't need it to be happy. I'm already happy. I'm already content. I'm already, I got a great marriage. I got great kids. I'm at peace. With, I like to say I'm at peace with my faith, my family, my finances, my fitness, my friends, and my fun. I'm at peace. I don't need any more. But to be faithful with it means I get to do more and that's why I'm being faithful with it. So I can go to the next level of impact. You see what I mean? So anyways, um, that's, that's heart is clarifying and bringing to the forefront those things that are most valuable and important to me. And then the hands, you know, passion projects. What is my legacy plan? What am I going to leave behind? And how's that going to look? Developing the next generation for their wealth and how that will look. Will I give it to them? I don't know. You know, I've read that statistically wealth created in the first generation is gone by the third. So it don't last long. I know this one couple, they're in their 80s now. But I remember uh, we stayed the night at their house. We were traveling. They were members at our church. And uh, I remember he said, my last paycheck is going to bounce if we do it right. So if I do it right, my last paycheck, not my last paycheck, if I do it right, my, the last check that I write is going to bounce. 
That's what he said. He said, if I do it right, the last check that I write is going to bounce. Meaning he's going to spend all his money. He's not intended for his kids to get any of his money, or most of it at least. And I thought, you know, there's some truth to that. There's some actual merit to that. Because number one, what's the chances that they'll be able to handle it? Number two, I did all the work to get it. Right? I should determine how that money's spent. I put in the sweat equity to get it. I put in all hard work, right? You see, you see what I'm saying, right? So anyways, so I'm wrestling right now what that's going to look like when we get there. And of course, it's a conversation with my wife and then kind of looking at where our children are. You know, part of me thinks there should be a criteria that you have to reach a certain net worth before you get any money at all. So in other words, if you can't be faithful with, you know, a hundred bucks, why would I give you a thousand? Right? So I'm thinking about principles to kind of determine you demonstrate because if you'll demonstrate that you can handle it, then I feel better giving it to you because if I just give them, you know, millions of dollars, it'll corrupt them. Right? I mean, it can at least. It's it's different when you've earned it as opposed to just handed it over. You, you see what I mean? So I'm I'm learning and wrestling through that of what it's going to look like. But I do know that when I get to that point, I'm going to have to actually write down in an estate plan what that's going to look like. So leaving my legacy plan, uh, legacy projects, passion projects. Uh, at this point, uh, preparing my kids for the wealth. At this point, I need to bring in lawyers to talk about my estate plan, asset protection plans. I need to check my insurance, make sure that's on point. And, and circling back to the passion projects, more than likely when I retire from the military, I'll be in my 50s, I won't ever get a job again. That probably just won't, will not happen. Um, I'll probably create something. But not everybody's going to go out and create something. So there's also a... I can create something meaningful or I can help sustain something meaningful with with my wealth, right? So there is a lot of people doing a lot of great work that, I, you know, I would love to support. I'm not going to go build it, but I'll support it, right? So there's this idea of passion projects, not only what you're building and creating for yourself, but what you're helping others create. And I still think there should be a money map at the abundance level. So I've mentioned money map in all these episodes and we're, I'm going to do a whole episode on money mapping. But that money map is so important because it's the, it's the dream on paper. It's here's where things are going to go this year intentionally. And here's how it's going to look at the end of the year, right? So anyway, so we'll keep the money map in there too. But that's my thoughts on financial abundance. I'd love to hear yours, your thoughts on it. And if you, if you are at a place of financial abundance and you want to drop some wisdom, I'll tell you how to do so. Go to the Life and Money Coach uh, Facebook page. Just type in Life and Money Coach Podcast and just leave some comments in there. Just start a conversation. If you're in the financial independence phase and you want to drop some knowledge of how you did it, go in and share your story. Uh, another thing you could do is go to the Life and Money Coach Podcast.com and click Be a Guest. You know, there's two aspects. You can be a subject matter expert where you're a self-made millionaire or you're, you're a financial planner or something in that genre and you want to share your story and experience and knowledge, you can come on the show and do that. Or you could be a guest on the show, want to share your financial story where you are and I'll do a little bit of coaching with you, right? Kind of help you see, okay, here's where you are. Let's talk about head, heart, hands. Where's the breakdown? What do we need to fine tune? Now let's get after it to help you break free to get to the next level. So that's true for any level of the journey. So anyways, I hope you enjoyed the show today. Thanks for joining in. I'll see you next week. 
Until next time, this is Extraordinary Every Day. It's the Life and Money Coach Podcast. Loved this episode of the Life and Money Coach Podcast? Head over to iTunes or Google Play to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Visit lifeandmoneycoachpodcast.com to join the community. Thank you.